Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Big announcement. Chad and Cheese NFTs coming soon. Only $99 a piece. Heidi, ho, 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 kids. You're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel Kringle Cheeseman. This is Chad. Release the hounds. No, no, no. I mean... Trump's taxes. So what? And on this episode, we get a little festive and announce our Naughty and Nice Awards for the year and give you our favorite binge-worthy content to go with your yummy cup of eggnog. (laughs) Don't shoot your eye out. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text Uh kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L dot com. Mm, nachos. <laughs> 
I love. It's beginning to look a the holiday like Christmas. Beautiful. You guys are getting ready to get like this this bomb or something. Huge. That's gonna go. Yeah, yeah. They're they're building this thing up so it'll be like an inch of snow. But uh, <laughs> apparently, we're we're taping this on Wednesday, uh, Thursday late, cold front snow uh they're saying three to six inches in our area if you're north of that you're going to get a lot more apparently cold temperatures like negatives uh could be a white christmas though which would make um make the kids and everybody really happy hopefully it doesn't come too early because we have family flying out of cincinnati to come to paris to meet (laughs) us so yeah they're flying out on uh thursday afternoon or so so hopefully hopefully they'll get out since he's in that like one to three i think so i think i think since he'll be fine good good. from what at least the forecast we're getting yeah we're looking looking at uh, some of the radar on that i'm like holy fuck yeah yeah. think of me when you're barefoot on the beach drinking uh, a duval (laughs) would you i'll I'll do my best i'll do my best (laughs) in your in your stocking cap yeah. Uh, so the first the first present we're going to give to the to the listeners today is is is, 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 is is bingeable stuff, right? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about yeah. uh, our, our favorite bingeables right now. Two middle aged white guys are going to tell you what's cool, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what could be better than that? So so Chad and I have talked. We've we've come up with a movie of the year, a show, usually probably a streaming show, but any show. Uh, an album or music of the year and then a podcast because that's what we do and uh i'll go ahead and go first if you are okay with that how about it how about it all right my first movie is facing nolan uh if you're a baseball fan if you're around watching that in the 80s 70s even into the 90s you know the name nolan ryan personally my favorite pitcher of all time grew up in houston and and watched him kind of play with the astros and then the rangers uh anyway this is a documentary on netflix that outlines his life early kid in texas with a just a gift married his high school sweetheart has Tons of records, played 27 mm-hmm. years, I think, in the majors, Texas, Americana, sports, like baseball. <laughs> it's it's got it's it's got it all. It's a feel good story. And and side note about my my father, who I gave birthday shout outs. He celebrated 83 years on planet Earth uh, yesterday. My father, after he retired, moved to Austin. He owns a, a minor league team called the Express. My father was the clubhouse guy for the visiting team. So my dad actually worked for Nolan Ryan. So there's a little bit of a family connection nice. to this movie that uh, that's nice. But if you like if you like sports docs, check out Facing Nolan. That's that's awesome. So my movie, it's on Netflix. Uh, it's called Bullet Train. So this is for the the lovers of Snatch and Deadpool. Yep. Uh, you're going to want to pop some corn, grab a beer, wow. and hold on and enjoy the ride. Oh, yeah. yeah no, Snatch no, is number one in your heart. So It is. And, and Deadpool, I mean, it's just one of those things where you can turn your brain off, laugh your ass off. It's fast. It's fun. It's, it's a blast. So uh, check it out. Uh, turn your brain off. Don't think too hard about this one. Sounds like holiday fun for the kids. Bullet train. And and your wife will love it too because Brad Pitt is, <laughs> is starring in it. I'll go to my favorite show of the year. Oh, and yeah. I had I had a little bit of recency bias. I wanted to put White Lotus in, which is still great, but I was like, it just it was just on, just finished. I need to go back in the archives of the shows that I watched. And I came with my favorite show of the year was a show called The Bear. Started the the old guy or the one of the kids from Shameless. He's a chef in Chicago. His brother dies. He takes over the restaurant, which is imagine this an Italian beef 
place, ah, which appeals to me, mm. obviously. Chaos ensues. Uh, apparently, it's as close to like a restaurant situation as possible. But if you love good drama, sh- kitchen drama, uh, Chicago, a lot of flavor of uh, of the, the Windy City, The Bear is something that uh, you should check out. I think it's already been uh, green-lighted for a second season, which should Ooh. be coming next year. The Bear. The Bear. The Very Bear. Nice. My bingeable show is on Netflix. It's called 1899. It's uh, an eight-episode series with... It's about a ship that's headed to America and... 1899, hence the title, that comes across. It's a sister ship that was lost at sea months prior. It's a time and space bending journey, and it's just as creepy as it is cool. This is one that you're going to want to turn your brain on for. The first one was brainless. <laughs> this one is this one's a thinker. It's 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 pretty cool. Which means it'll be awful for our audience. But Could anyway, when you first said that, I thought it was one of the Yellowstone uh, shows. They have like oh yeah. Eight 1893, 1923. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I thought that was one of these, one of these Yellowstone shoes. But no, this is a, this is a separate. Has nothing to do with Yellowstone whatsoever. No, okay. Nothing. It, the cool thing about this is, it's Netflix is doing really cool content all over the world. So, yep. we, I mean, you're talking about like our foreign language podcasts, right? They're they're all <laughs> by Veritone. all right, yeah. But they're all in these different languages right there it's either spanish or german or what have you uh this one is multi-language and it is incredibly cool because you can tell that individuals are actually speaking different languages and if you turn the subtitles off i mean it it, it gets a little freaky but it's really cool at first we started watching it because we're here in portugal and for some reason it started right out of the gate in spanish and i'm like what Mm -hmm. in the hell and then some people were talking in english i had to go in turn on the dubbing it's it's really cool uh, netflix is doing some really cool shit that's kind of a thing now isn't it uh wasn't there a movie called here there and everywhere that was hot that did kind of that it'd go to english and then like different languages like that's that's a thing now all right let's go to music which i hate because as a younger man i would watch the grammys and they would get like in in the 90s they would give the album of the year to bob dylan and i would think you guys are so out of touch giving awards to Paul McCartney. Like they're so past their prime. So I'm a little hesitant as a 50 something to give my musical uh, choice of the year, but, but what the hell? Uh, so my, my favorite album this year was Arcade Fire's We uh, for all of our uh, Canadian listeners. And we, we know that there are, are many, many out there <laughs> for my money, the best Canadian band of all time. Sorry, Rush fans. It's a great album. It's sort of recorded in the pandemic, but it has some some uh, like inspirational, positive, optimistic viewpoints of where the future's going, sort of a double album that's not a double album. Um, another side note on this one is its lead singer, Will Butler, was caught in a scandal of sexual misconduct this past year. Uh, his wife is in the band, so I'm thinking that might be a little bit volatile. Uh, for their future. So this may be the last Arcade Fire album for all we know. So that gave a little bit of, you know, higher level of uh, importance to me that this might be the swan song of Arcade Fire in their 20 some year career. Very uh, Fleetwood Mac uh, on that one. Yeah. Yes. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Mine is uh, it's a throwback, but it's my favorite. I, I went to my Spotify to see what I listened to the most this year. And uh, it's Miles Davis, Kind of Blue. It's not new, but it's probably one of the most (laughs) amazing albums that's out there. Uh, 1959, I believe it was. It actually came out. John Coltrane played 
on kind of blue. Uh, it's again, it's it is a staple and it's something I listen to just about on on the daily. All right, all right. If we're going back that way, I'm going to throw in uh, Revolver, which was reissued this Ooh. year. Uh, it has some really, Ooh. really great stuff. Arguably the best Beatles album of all time, but that's a whole separate podcast. All right, well, <laughs> let's get to our favorite podcasts mm-hmm. of the year because we know a thing or two about podcasts. So for me, I think the most digestible podcast for anyone, I listen to politics stuff and, and technology, but the one I think anyone that's listening could could gravitate to is the 60 songs that explain the 90s. They're well past 60 <laughs> songs at this point, but if you enjoyed 90s music, every hit song is covered. They just did Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Um, they did uh, Salt and Pepper recently. It, he's just, it's just great. There's no ads. Uh, he's a journalist. Great sort of setup for these songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, just pick your favorite songs from the 90s, and there's a there's an episode on it. It's very digestible. Uh, check it out. That is 60 songs that explain the 90s. And it's way past 60 because the 90s was complicated. You need more, more songs than 60 to explain the damn totally. decade. Exactly. My podcast is Pitchfork Economics. I've talked about this podcast several times over the years, mainly because it's how it relates to recruitment, employees, and business. Uh, The specific episode that I think that you will enjoy, Joel, is uh, Nick Hanauer, again, a billionaire, just had Scott Galloway on to talk about his new book, America Isn't Lost, It's it's Adrift. So uh, I think it's a a great podcast to be able to, to really get into economics and obviously opinion as well. Pitchfork Economics. All right, kids. And that is our binge-worthy content from 2022. Let's get into our nice and naughty list, Chad, by starting with the things we thought were nice from 2022. (laughs) All right. First and foremost, it's transparency to the people, kids. So on the Recruitment Flex with Serge and Shelley, we recorded a 2022 recap podcast episode that dropped earlier this week where you predicted that pay transparency will have a moment in 2023. Well, I think it had some pretty damn good moments in 2022. Earlier this year, the U.S. women's soccer team received pay equity and parity with the U.S. men's team, and that was mainly due to pay transparency. New York City, California, and the EU have dropped regulations. In the EU's case, a proposal for all EU nations around pay transparency. And in the U.S., California and New York City join Colorado in dropping actual regulation. Uh, In California and New York, New York City, those pay transparency regulations go into effect January 2023. That's next month. A couple of years behind Colorado, who actually dropped the same types of regs in 2021. Uh, Specifically in our industry, though, Adzuna added salary to jobs, and they also launched a salary transparency petition while reaching out and engaging U.S. and U.K. politicians. So U.K., NYC, California, and everyone who is driving real salary and pay transparency, including the women's soccer team, you go on the nice list for 2022. All right. Transparency on the nice list. All right. Well, incarcerated workers getting a second chance has been a 
theme of our show uh, every year since we've been doing this, I think. But my nice list starts with Slack, the workplace messaging app, in case you didn't know. Uh, They have a program called Next Chapter that trains formerly incarcerated people to become software engineers. The program, which has trained 30 apprentices so far, as we reported a few months ago, has helped all of them secure full-time tech jobs at companies such as Slack, Dropbox, Square, and Zoom. In a partnership with the Aspen Institute, Slack is launching Rework Reentry, a project that aims to make it easier for other companies to follow their model. The project will provide a tactical playbook for companies, host events between tech leaders and justice reform advocates, and release short documentary films about the experiences of formerly incarcerated people after they leave prison. Shout out to Slack, and they made my nice list. This is in light of 70 million jobs. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you want to look back on our archives, a uh, interview with Richard Bronson talks about their company. They went out of business last year due to COVID and uh, pandemic issues. Also throw in that we talked about an advertisement by Mod Pizza, which mm-hmm. featured a worker with an ankle bracelet, which I thought was a fantastic message uh, for the kids out there. Uh, fortunately, there are sites like Honest Jobs uh, out there and indeed have also created similar goals. But more corporations getting involved is a great thing, and Slack is driving this initiative. So they make my nice list for 2022. Yeah. The, right, the, only, the only way to get this get this taken care of is for companies to actually get into the game. Vendors are great, love it, but the companies have to get involved. When we get back, we'll get to what everyone wants, the naughty list. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line, glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent. Build great teams and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. All right, Chad, who's the first recipient of a naughty award from 2022? Well, I'm going to talk about LinkedIn snuff film that they made this year. Uh, Much like a Rob Zombie movie, it took about six years for LinkedIn to finish its snuff film with IQ and was finally wrapped up and in the can in 2022. So after this snuff of IQ, we now see a world closed to innovation when it comes to data and HR tech platforms. And it didn't have to be this way. Instead of snuffing out 
a startup like HiQ, who would have liked access to LinkedIn's public data to create more innovative point solutions, LinkedIn could have created a marketplace, we've heard of these, which would have spurred innovation and given LinkedIn embedded information on how well these new startup platforms and ideas were performing, instead of finding a way to just kill innovation. So LinkedIn, with the help of the U.S. courts, have snuffed out IQ. They've snuffed out innovation and new blood and ideas that our industry desperately, desperately need. That's why LinkedIn is on my naughty list for 2022. That escalated quickly. Yeah, that's naughty. That's <laughs> naughty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll miss that topic. That's been that's been a, a, a zombie topic for us for five years yeah. uh, that we won't get to talk about anymore. LinkedIn has has put a, a head of every startup on a spike outside of its headquarters to warn everyone about don't fuck with us. Thanks, LinkedIn. Thanks, LinkedIn. All right, let's get to Not cool. let's get to my naughty. And there were a lot of candidates for this topic, Chad. There was Hurricane oh, yeah. CEO. <laughs> there was uh, United Furniture that laid oh, everybody yeah. off with a text message in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. uh, the seventy k a year CEO that uh, was was mis- misconducting himself with the ladies at work. But the ladies. I wrote these down. I went through the year and I said, okay, I, I'm going to just dump these on a page. And I got mm-hmm. to one that was. Chris Lavoie of a formerly top recruiter reality show. And I I thought, well, I'm going to go dig into this. And I spent about two hours last night in a wormhole going over this story. So a little context. Chris Lavoie is is a guy that came into our industry. He actually started as a as a recruiter. He did some film stuff. Uh, he started a show in 2014 called Top Recruiter. Mm-hmm. Some people that we know and people that are listening to this know some of the people on the show. Uh, it had three seasons. I don't know even where to start with this. A guy named Nick Fishman, who I worked for, talked about getting pitched by Chris uh, back in the day for $50,000 to do the show. Chris had these trailers and previews on on YouTube. These trailers, uh, shows had like 500,000 views, very few comments, right? I mean, totally bought these impressions and views of these YouTube videos. So Nick Fishman, to his credit, said, no, I'm, I'm good on sponsoring the show. But we know some of the members on this on this program. Anyway, this guy got money. Uh, shows really weren't produced. Uh, people were told that it was going to be on Netflix, Apple TV, uh, Google Play. Unfortunately, Amazon. most of shows on streaming services are only on one service. So, like, very few shows go across multiple like platforms. Platforms, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so people could have asked those questions. Anyway, he moved into other shows called uh, Four Days to Save the World, and his scam was he would have uh, telemarketers call influencers. And sell them on the idea of paying twenty five thousand to fifty thousand dollars to be on these shows. Ooh, wow! They would build their brand. They'd be on Netflix and all these major, you know, platforms. They'd mm-hmm. be famous and get their get their time in the in the sunlight. So these these telemarketers, in terms of there's a five piece story in the Toronto Sun, which I encourage anyone to go read if they want to know more about this. He cleared about five to six million dollars in this scam. So he would get people to come to Toronto, or sorry, Montreal on their own dime. And I came across the name Aaron Stewart, which we all we all know as listeners of the show is the CEO of job.com. Aaron was one of the participants, uh, as I'm reading this story, that actually went to Montreal. Aaron was convinced to bring out a guest on his own dime, fly out Damn. on his own dime to Montreal. Hello. They show for this show. It's a total crackerjack operation. People are totally scammed. 
Then they sign this NDA that says, don't talk about the show until it's released, right? So there's this embed. People are silent about the scam because they're afraid to get sued because if they talk about the show, that's going to be a bad thing. They actually had cameos. We're familiar with cameo where celebrities give messages. So so this cat had cameos by Ray Lewis and Elijah Elijah Wood or Frodo, as some will know from uh, Lord of the Rings. So Jesus Christ! Part of this part of the pitch was like you know Ray Lewis, uh, Hall of Fame uh, football player, saying you know he's behind this organization. Good luck with the da da da. So he makes he makes it look like such a legitimate thing. People came out that are that are brands to be judges just for like the hell of it. They wanted to be involved in this project. Anyway, I don't want to go out. I don't want to give it some more oxygen than it's worth. But Chris Lavoie, who was top recruiter, people will maybe know the show, his organization, or if you go out to Human to Human is the website that's still around. Most of the shows are just trailers, but you can watch the top recruiter shows. Chris's LinkedIn page is gone. Any kind of social media is gone. The toprecruiter.tv website is gone. You can go into archive.org and look at some of the old pages. But this guy has done stuff in recruiting. So if you're listening and Chris Lavoie calls, please do yourself a favor. Do your homework (laughs) and act accordingly. Act accordingly. (laughs) Yes. This this guy has a weird history of doing some shady shit. And he, I think, deserves aptly uh, a naughty award from me for uh, just being a being a douchebag, I guess. Like Chris, Chris Lavoy, congratulations. The douchebag award. Okay, no, it's okay. All right, let's go back to the nice list. Ooh. Uh, who who makes your nice for 2022? Well, this one I'm calling the Bridges of Skills Gap County. <laughs> Ever since the U.S. and other governments. Clint Eastwood reference. Nice. Yes, exactly. I <laughs> thought you'd like that. Ever since the U.S. and other governments around the world started narrowly focusing on prepping kids for university and pulling focus away from the trades, we have started to see a huge gap in talent in the skilled trade area. This year, Home Depot created the Path to Pro program where the Home Depot is helping businesses around the U.S. to amplify skilled trades careers and also surface educational programs to help people choose a path that might be different than going to university. The Home Depot's Path to Pro program should be a template for all other organizations who are experiencing a skills gap and talent pipeline shortage. This program itself could be an easy template and picked up by companies who need to drive talent into software jobs, pharma jobs, engineering jobs, and the list goes on. So I think the Home Depot for me is definitely much like Slack on the nice for 2022 list. Companies have to step the fuck up and they've got to stop looking for corporate welfare from the government. You got to do it yourself, kids. Well, my nice recipient is a little bit naughty, Chad. What are you doing, step bro? (laughs) All right. My nice for 22 goes to only fans. Only fans had a minute in 2022, Chad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Great Resignation. Story after story. I encourage you, if you're interested, go Google, you know, only fans, side hustle, success Mm -hmm. stories, whatever. But but we've talked about on the show, teachers, you know, side hustles, nurses, Nurses. cops, Mm -hmm. Carmen Electra, Gen X, you know, Fireball uh, starting an OnlyFans page. (laughs) 
millions of dollars extra income like this was this was a huge story sadly in part because a lot of these women got fired uh for what they were doing now this is an adult site they're adults this kids should not be on these sites you know for teachers you know do you really care if you're police Police lady is doing something on the side. Uh, look, men are stupid people, uh, stupid creatures, and you know they're they're profiting off that stupidity. Which, let's be honest, they deserve because we've been running the show for so long. They might as well get a little bit of something from us from a cash standpoint. We remember Ukraine OnlyFans mm-hmm. banned Russian accounts. Uh, Ukrainian women uh, in droves went to the platform for for extra funds as they were under attack from Russia. 23-year-olds are making millions of dollars buying investment properties. Bad Baby, one of your favorite uh, stars out there, uh, had receipts or or proof that she had made $52 million on OnlyFans last year. The Great Resignation was a huge Crazy. story in 22, which, which former porn star Brie Olsen thinks is all traceable back to OnlyFans. So I want to I wanna end my nice with a share from Brie Olsen, who, if you know Charlie Sheen, she was his girlfriend for a period. So she has a little bit of history there. You can Google her. Uh, but she has this this to say about the great resignation. I'm watching 60 Minutes and they're like, where are the Gen Z female workers going? That is like the biggest one besides boomers. Where where are they? Like they're quitting their jobs and they're not coming back. And they're interviewing someone from LinkedIn and they're like, well, what they're quitting the most is uh, service industry jobs and retail jobs. It's like, have you all not heard of OnlyFans? Do you know the millions of women on there on FanCentral? on all these other websites like finally now that sex work isn't stigmatized the way it was when I started when I was 18 why go put yourself through 40 hours a week when you can work five hours a week and make even more uh, like wh- why is this a discussion in the news still really why <laughs> <laughs> that's right kids only fans it's my second nice list award was she on a gondola? It sounded like she was in Venice, and there was like music playing in the background. She was in my living room, anyway. dude. We were uh, <laughs> we, we were playing Jenga. <laughs> Jenga. <laughs> All right, man. Let's take a break from uh, our good idea. naughty and nice list and uh, get to our final naughties for Ooh. 2022. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards, so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Chad. You know our fans want to end this on a naughty note. So who gets your (laughs) second naughty award for 2022? I'm going to surprise everybody. I'm going to surprise everybody. Okay. Uh, not so much. So my next one's called a new level of indeed jujitsu. So for years, 
Indeed has demonstrated its business jujitsu skills and all coordinated to this one statement. It's for a better job seeker experience. <laughs> Using that phrase, Indeed has cut off direct feeds of jobs from direct employers, stopped allowing free feeds from job boards and staffing companies because it was better for the job seeker. Although, if the job boards or staffing companies paid the ransom, then Indeed allowed their jobs on the site, which meant somehow magically those same jobs were better for the job seeker at the time. Then, Indeed re engineered from a job search engine to a job board when introducing the two pain <coughs> upgrade, which literally stopped taking job seekers directly to jobs on hiring company sites to apply in one click and gave them an interstitial job description landing page, just like a job board and still charge the companies a pay per click as if the candidate was still landing on the corporate career site and they were not. All to this year, in 2022, the ultimate jujitsu move happened. Indeed introduced the pay-per-apply start, which literally was the exact same model the Indeed job search engine had prior sans the interstitial page. What this means is that Indeed just added another click and changed the term PPC to pay per apply start or PPA start. The exact same shit while raising prices dramatically. So therefore, mm -hmm. Indeed made my naughty list for 2022. And aptly so, aptly so. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. All right, my second naughty. Here's a hint. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's talk about fast food, one of my favorite topics, uh, uh, but not Taco Bell, who was, was almost say. a nice, a nice wow. recipient, and they, wow. they're they're the the lead on favorite uh, for 2023 because they're releasing two different versions of the Mexican pizza, which you know <laughs> I love. They're going to add a spicy version apparently and a triple decker uh, crispy version. That's so anyway, let's get to, let's get to Burger King uh, as my naughty. Uh, so oh. Kevin Ford. Mm -hmm. uh, an employee at Burger King in Las Vegas uh, has received over $100,000 in donations on GoFundMe. Why, you ask? Mm. A video of him receiving a goodie bag on his 27th <laughs> work anniversary went viral on TikTok and Twitter. Let me remind everyone, 27th year of work at Burger King. Okay, the bag wow. contained, get this, a movie ticket, a Starbucks cup, <laughs> And some candy. <laughs> Many online criticized the gift as inadequate, no shit, for an yeah. employee who had worked at the fast food chain for almost three decades. Ford's daughter created the GoFundMe page to allow her father to visit his grandchildren in Texas. The fundraiser quickly exceeded its original goal and received donations from comedian David Spade and others. Burger there King stated go. that the gift was a, quote, reward and recognition of a short-term positive performance experience and that the company has a quote robust employee recognition program end quote for such milestones robust employee recognition program including again a movie ticket a starbucks <laughs> cup and some candy 
Not even a Whopper, like, lifetime supply of Whoppers. I mean, I would, I did that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Burger King, man. Jeez. Come on. Come on, Merry man. Christmas, you filthy animal. Oh, man. All right. That, 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 I think, ends our annual show where there's wow. little news to talk about. And Chad and I review the year. That was 2022. Chad, that is our naughty and nice list and our binge-worthy content from 2022. Happy holidays. It's been a good year. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The Chad. The Cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho, Pepper Jack, Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! We'd never admit it, but deep down, we all get at least some pleasure from bad things happening to somebody we don't like. History's full of stories about bitter enemies being mutually horrible. Usually nothing good comes of it. But sometimes, sometimes, you get soul singers James Brown and Joe Tex, or 17th century nun Sor Juana, and the entire Catholic Church duking it out and dramatically changing our world. On Beef with Bridget Todd, we tell the stories of those petty feuds behind some of the greatest art, innovation, and global events. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts.